Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, episode 80, Keywords and Phrases to Know to Excel in Business English. Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast from Speak English with Christina. Each week, my expert teachers and I discuss a new exciting topic to help you better understand real-world conversations in English. If you would like to practice talking about this topic, get more confident speaking English, and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. The link to join is in the show notes. Now, let's go. Hi, everyone. This is Christina with your Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And today I'm with Trisha. Trisha, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. It's Friday when we're recording this, so getting ready for the weekend and very excited (laughs) about that. But before we go on break for the weekend, we're going to talk Mm. business because that's the topic for today. And we're going to talk about the challenges of doing business in a foreign language, let's say. So for for all of you who are listening, this will probably be the challenges of doing business in English. For Tricia and I, we both live in France. So we're going to talk about the challenges of doing business in our foreign language, which is French. Tricia, do you speak any other languages besides English and French? Yeah, I just, I speak Spanish, but I have, you know, very minimal level of it. I don't have to run a business in Spanish. I think I sold my car in Spanish once. Oh, wow. And explained how to fill out the documents for the car at the height, you know, but that, that no business. I mean, I guess it's kind of business, but type of business, but it's not like running a business every day for a long period of time. No, it wasn't very complicated. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Um, yeah. And you, and you, um, you know, is it um, mostly for you, English and French, uh, your business languages or? Yeah, it is. I'm just starting to learn German. So I definitely can't do any kind of transaction in German other than ordering food in a restaurant. But that's about the extent of my um, transactional German for the moment. So you have your own business around teaching English and and writing in English and things like that. Actually, maybe do you want to tell us a little bit first, like what your business is exactly? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm a writing coach. Mm. And so I help people with their writing, whether it's for professional or personal, you know, reasons like creative expression and Mm. well-being. So that's basically what I do. And one of the biggest problems I have actually speaking of that is telling people what I do in French. Oh, right. Okay. So I was just got really nervous when you asked me what I did. (laughs) Wow. But in French, it's very complicated. I don't know. Or people have never heard of what I do or they look at me strangely. And Mm. yeah, so that part right there, telling people what I do. Like just explaining what you do in a foreign language. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then they just say, so you're an English teacher. And then I say not. Well, yes. Yes, but no. Sometimes, (laughs) but not. That's not the point of my business. And then they say, well, then you're a text corrector. And I say, well, not exactly either. Mm. Yeah. You're <laughs> so, like, no. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's hard. So just some of those things, saying what you do, explaining and it, and then the, the context can be mm. different. So that can be hard. Yeah. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Especially if it's like, I don't know, something that might exist in one culture, but not another. Like I'm thinking, especially if, like people who I don't have like official, I don't know, like government positions or things like that. Mm, and it's yeah. just like, there is no equivalent in maybe English speaking culture or something like that. Right. Or you don't have the same roles or yeah. doesn't have the same yeah, responsibilities. 
I sometimes think of the more stressful moments Mm. of work. I don't currently have a very stressful job. Right. Um, You know, my business is not high stress. Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. But occasionally there are situations where there's kind of stress involved and Mm. you also have to use your second or other language. And it sort of always feels to me like it adds to my stress. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like the, the, the situation itself is already stressful. And then the fact that you've got to do it in a language that's not your own, it just like adds on this Mm. extra layer of stress. Yes. And the more stressed I am, if I dealing with administrative type things, if you call, you know, some office and you have to explain yourself and Mm. then that is you, you always accent. feel a little stupid because you're just like, I don't, this thing, and you're, oh, no, it's Yeah, awful. and then I realize I have no idea how to say that sometimes. Yeah. But even if, even if I know what I want to say, sometimes the accent comes mm. out more when I feel more nervous in some situations. I was going to say, so. do you, do you feel like, because like the same thing, in, when I speak French, I clearly have an American accent. Do you ever feel like when people hear your accent, do you feel like that creates, like maybe they're quicker to become frustrated with you or they're like, oh, I have to deal with this foreigner who doesn't understand anything or. Yeah, um, I do. Actually, I get that. I will get that. And so that's why the frustration, like the stress factor, I try to stay calm because then when I get stressed out then my accent will come and then, then sometimes people will just hear my accent and say, well, I just can't understand you. Oh, right. Um, Yeah. Whereas I'm sure they'll say, but no, but I've lived here for to like a long time, you know, right. like 10 years. So I think you can understand me. I think yeah. you just don't. You're like everybody to. else understands me. I don't know why you can't. <laughs> yeah. I think if I repeat it more times, you could understand me, but it's really, right. I've learned to do that after maybe 10 years to just mm. insist and say, really, you can't understand me because I feel like you could <laughs> if you tried, <laughs> but right. that it's... takes a long time to get that confidence. To... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I used to be very, like, I would hate like loathe calling any kind of anything mm, in French. Yeah. Um, like in, even like even when I started my own business, like I was getting my husband to call companies for me and be like my salesperson because yeah. I was just like, I'm, I was horrible at it and I was, I didn't know what to say and I felt really stupid. And now it's fine because at some point, I think you just get to the point where you're like, I have got, I've got to grow up and learn to do this myself. And then but that's another do. stressful yeah. situation, having to sell yourself, you know, right. having yeah. to negotiate with an administrator or having mm. to sell yourself it's what it's like you can speak but then mm-hmm. when you get to the stressful situation it just sort of adds that it's just worse yeah yeah <laughs> it's like, it's like e- even I think like calling up someone and trying to let's say sell my services in English I wouldn't like doing that mm-hmm. just as an exercise in and of itself, I think. And then you just put it in a foreign language. Now it's okay. I'm, I've done it so much that I'm totally, I'm just used to it. Or maybe also just used to the discomfort that you've, it's a bit like, you know, it's interesting because I feel like it's a little like doing sports. It's like, if you do it mm. enough, you recognize the discomfort you feel and you're like, okay, I recognize this. I know that I just have to persist and get through it. And it's, and I'll be happy and proud that I did at the end. Yeah. Um, but you have, you do have to go through that transition of like, it's painful and uncomfortable and I just want to stop. But if you do that, your business won't work. So yeah, you have to sort of push past the discomfort and yeah. And that's true. And I think that pr- the idea that practice helps, because when I was thinking of the stressful, you know, another mm. stressful 
experience is interviewing. I've had to interview in French because in oh, the right. US I used to teach French and right. then you're the non-native French teacher mm-hmm. and people are actually evaluating your language right. as you're interviewing. So yeah, it's a right. high stress situation, but I feel like that's one that I've done so many times that I'm, it's okay now. Right. You know, now yeah, now exactly. I finally, right. It just has to be that way. So I've become more confident. And if I make one small mistake, I'll just say, well, fine. And I just keep like, talking. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten to that <laughs> point as well. I'm like, I know I'm, I'm making mistakes somewhere in here, but you know, that's fine. I think that's where it comes in handy. The fact that, you know, you have an accent is that people can recognize that, okay, this is not the person's native language. Mm-hmm. If they're making mistakes, it's not because they don't know how they're not intelligent. It's because they're basically using a language that is not their own. So yeah, well, on the contrary, that you're multilingual, which mm-hmm. is kind of a major benefit. So exactly. and the, probably the other person cannot just jump in mm-hmm. and speak your language because if right. they could, then maybe they would do that. So exactly. And I, I think that's especially, yeah. <laughs> especially true, like for, let's say, non-native English speakers who are working with English speakers. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm always like, hey, you make the effort to learn an entirely new language. They can deal with your mistakes in tenses and prepositions. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, yeah, I think that's an interesting conversation. I hope you guys listening, I hope that inspires you to feel better about doing business in another language because it is a struggle for all of us. Uh, We go through that pain and discomfort and we, you just keep going and you get through it. So thanks a lot, Tricia, for sharing. Yeah, Yeah. Thank you. And we'll talk to you later. Yeah. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And remember, if you want to become confident and fluent faster by practicing speaking about these topics and support this podcast, please become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club. Membership costs less than the cost of a cup of coffee per day, and you'll get so much from your membership. The link to join the club is in the show notes. Thanks for learning with Speak English with Christina, and we hope to see you in the club.